Welcome everyone to Atwood's End. <laughs> what is it with our openings lately? They're just getting a little out of hand. But this is the podcast, Quick Wins, the improv troupe formed in 1994. 94, y'all. Woo! Oh, uh, it's the, the podcast. year of our Lord, <laughs> 94. I don't know why I'd try. But uh, <laughs> it's a podcast we do after shows. Uh, we just finished up a, a classic Quick Wins show and uh, had a good time with yeah. it. This is all part of our back-to-school month. and um, Which we forgot about halfway into yeah, the show. One of my favorite things was we just abandoned the theme. It's, a only, it's like a suggestion. <laughs> Oftentimes you guys abandon suggestions in the middle of a scene, so yeah. why not just do the whole... <laughs> only when they suck. <laughs> Are we going to say there, Jordan? The scene with the suggestion. <laughs> Which sucks. Whichever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> what? <laughs> Anyway, welcome, everyone. Uh, after last week's podcast, uh, anything apparently goes, so we'll see what happens here. Last uh, week's podcast was fun. It was pretty fun. This week, we have John, we have Jesse, we have myself, we have Jordan, and we have the uh, ban- bandoid, <laughs> oh the band-aid bearing uh, Sean Timothy. The band-aid baron. The band-aid bandit. The Sean Timothy disease. Sean Timothy disease. Yeah, Yeah, that's like a band name right there. The Sean Timothy disease. It's like the (laughs) Alan Parsons project. Yeah. Hello, uh, we're Sean, the Sean Timothy disease. (laughs) We're the electro ska group you never knew you wanted. (laughs) (laughs) So we made a lot of fun of uh, Sean today because he's got a big band-aid on his chin because apparently he had what uh, started as a zit into a cyst. Into a hole in his chin. That was a vestigial twin. Did you see the picture? I saw the picture. It had weird little fetus arms. It's it was a, gross. Is that it looks picture? like an actual corn nugget. <laughs> Except <laughs> jet black. It was it's, saying like, feed me, Sean. Feed me. <laughs> and Sean was like, screw you, I'm feeding myself. <laughs> With a bucket, a bucket of chicken. chicken. <laughs> so I was telling a story backstage that almost made Tom throw up. Wow. Um, yep. My dad had a tumor once in his knee. It wound up being a tumor. He thought it was like a, a zit, but it was really painful because it was pushing in on his kneecap. Mm-hmm. So he snipped the skin with a pair of nail clippers well, who naturally, and naturally. went to squeeze it. And it was a benign tumor, so it didn't have any tendrils, but it looked like one of those marbles from a Hungry Hungry Hippos game. And it popped out, went up in the air, and landed on his leg. And I was right there watching him do it. And I was like, whoa! <laughs> And as I was telling that backstage, Tom's face got all flushed, and he was, like, walking around going, huh. I thought you were going to say, like, it landed in the dog dish or something. <laughs> well, I, dog I, I, I thought when he was starting, he was when he said benign tumor, I thought you were going to say banana tumor for a second. It's a banana, banana tumor. <laughs> that's, that's the real kind that if you slip on it, you're done. You got, <laughs> you got to remove it with surgical monkeys. <laughs> that was Mario's downfall. <laughs> I got the banana. <laughs> so like, a Wario came out of the tumor. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was the twin. When a banana tumor is like a tumor on his dick. Yeah. And Wario jumps out like, ah-ha! <laughs> runs off. And we're moving on. Now I know why Tom was upset. I just thought it was because Tom hates short-form improv that he left so early, but... Uh... Apparently it was you that ran him off. Hey, we do have a couple of members of the audience who stuck around Woo-hoo! to uh, be a part of the uh, festivities tonight. So what we like to do is we like to get a word from the audience and have that spawn a scene of some sort as we talk about it. So who in the audience has a word for us? An exotic word. Ooh, exotic word. Piccolo. 
Piccolo. <laughs> piccolo. Oh, huh? piccolo. That's uh, pretty exotic. I got a piccolo too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Piccolo is a character from Dragon Ball Z. Shut oh, up, John. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Piccolo uh, is uh, the character in Brian's song, one of the saddest uh, football movies of all time. Apart yeah. from Rudy. No, no, you gotta. Rudy's not sad, it's inspiration. It's sad because he grew up to be fat. <laughs> Brian Piccolo, played by, played by James Caan. Piccolo is also it's a type of movie. no face. It's like a, a piccolo face. <laughs> so, so it's when someone is used a pickle in. Yeah, you put the pickle in the mouth and it's. The, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, that's not where you put it to get the O face. So, see, <laughs> see it was a cucumber at first. <laughs> so, Brian even. <laughs> John went there. I didn't. John made that one worse. That was John's fault. Pure vinegar. All right. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to your first day here in the produce department. Uh, I think you're I think you're liking here, but there's a, there's a few things I need to let you know about. All right. Sure. Anything. Uh, well, um, I need to let you know that we are. Uh, well, you know, our grocery store is near the uh, well, the you know, the adult. Toy store, <laughs> you know, but you know, you know what I mean. The uh, yeah, the shop and bone. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, that that place. And so sometimes people come in after they've been there, and then they come to our produce department, and uh, it, it, it it's not good. It's, it's obviously it, it gets a little weird. And Wait a minute, are you telling me that after shopping for a bunch of sex toys, people just get a hankering for vegetables? Well, not. Well, in a manner of speaking, yeah, they they want the best. Hey, uh, excuse me, can I get an eggplant, please? Yeah, <coughs> you know that you you know the policy. You can't wear the zippered mask in the grocery oh, store. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm we, sorry. We can't have that. Uh, you know, please take that off. I'm sorry. It's okay, those... Steve. We just you know the rules. Oh okay? my God, those nipple rings look like door knockers. Oh, thank you. Would you like a knock? Don't don't don't. It's <laughs> He offered. I know, but you just—that's part of our policy. Excuse me. Will this fit a Magnum? It's a, it's a simple question. I know, but that—that's a very large gourd you have there, sir. I—I I do not. Well, it, it's a, consider it like a screen test. You know what? Give it. Uh, go ahead and try, but you know you—you you, if if. What the hell? That that guy over there is lubing up a two-liter bottle of soda. That, well, that's not in the produce department, so that's not our concern. Oh, you got God. any uh, melons that are just not ripe? <laughs> you want them before they're ripe or after they're ripe? I'm just sir? warning you, before they're ripe, they're hard as hell. I don't know. That's why yeah, I want no, to make I'd, sure. I'd like them as less ripe as possible. So, so pre, before ripe, you want them to be hard. You want hard melons. No, no, no. I want, I want to be able to, you know... We know what you want to be able to do, which is why I highly recommend a very ripe melon. Look at me. I'm my, my first day here. Well, go giving, on. Give an advice. Give the sale. I, I suppose I'll go with a ripe melon. We're, we're all under commission here you at the produce store. You just take this bad boy, 10 seconds in the microwave, and you're good to go. Oh, hello there, sir. Are you the uh, manager here? Yes, yes, I'm the manager of the produce store. Uh, I'm not sure if you know me. I uh, I own the Shop and Bone next door. Oh, I, uh, we've never met, but we get a lot of your people in. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I hear. That's, uh, that's why I'm here, actually. Oh. See, I'm getting a lot of... Uh, I, I got to tell you, it's really inconvenient. They're bringing fruits and vegetables and things into my store and really just messing things up. Like, you have to stop this, okay? Well, sir, we're just selling produce. That's... 
what people do with it once they leave our store is none of our business. Maybe you should put up a sign in front of the shop and bone saying no outside produce. Well, maybe you should put up a sign that says no outside uh, paper or plastic. That if makes you, no sense at all. That's it, how it, people they're not take bringing it out. In, they're not bringing in paper or plastic. They're bringing in latex and hey, rubber. Hey, <laughs> was I talking to you, Chuckles? Are you the owner? Huh? Are you a man? Are you even I'm a manager? I'm in training. Yeah, he's, he's well, in training. Oh, look, I think I have a solution we can both live with here. Yeah? I think we ought to run a uh, marketing campaign together. So kind of a joint forces. Let's saying. embrace this. Uh huh. Okay, I like that. What, what do you think? You got a slogan in mind? Well, no, nothing yet. I oh, I got I, I came over here just to yell at you. What Let's about say. the riper, the berry, the sweeter, the juice? I, I like it. <laughs> Thanks, eggplant guy. Promote this man. In fact, I'd like to hire. I'd like to hire you at my store. Wow. Are you at least coming up, Richie? Are you at least eighteen, Richie? Why? Well, I'll tell you, if you work for me, you're going to go by Dickie. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, you got to be at least 18. At least. I'm at least 18. 18 what? You know. He's not 18, is he? Ages. Okay, well. We cut to two hours later where uh, Richie has convinced him that he can work and now we're at the shopping boat. Well, you see, it's been two hours. And in, in that time span, I turned 18. Well, I think we're okay legally then. Yay! Uh, well, my, my lawyer's here. I'll consult with him. What, what, what do you have to say? Oh, well, um, uh, we're going to need some proof of, uh, of your age, son. All right. Here's my shoe. <laughs> That's... Uh, that's not going to work, will it? I mean, I, I've never heard of that working. You can take DNA and use a lab to figure out my age. Uh, he may be right here, depending on what he's done with his shoe. I've done everything with my shoe. <laughs> yeah, the, there are the half-life techniques, so it could work. It could work. Yes, I, I'll take this over to our lab and, and get it carbon dated and see... Uh, <laughs> Would we can you, find out this man's age. Before yeah. you go, would you like to buy a stock of broccoli or a bundle of asparagus? Goes great with butter. Well, I sure hope he's of age, because he'd be a great employee. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I'll be right back. I, I want to buy these things. Yeah, sure. All right, I'll see you. In a, I'll see you in a couple days, probably. I've got a complaint. You're not allowing eggplants in. How am I supposed to do all my sex stuff? Oh, we left the sign up. Uh, you know, actually, we are embracing this, sir. Uh, bring any vegetables, any fruits you want in here. In fact, we'll even give you a discount if you do. And if guess you what? can fit a pumpkin inside you, you get your picture on the wall. <laughs> I like those odds. Well, zing, zing, zing. <laughs> oh, good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys. I went rogue with that one a little bit. These are some great Veggie Tales. Veggie Tales, Veggie Tales. I'm just imagining like the Great Pumpkin story now, <laughs> <laughs> ruining all the classic kids. It's like uh, one of those bastardization porns of like pop culture. So it's like Lucy and the Great Pumpkin. Are <laughs> <laughs> we, we back to? Making porn titles out of everything again. <laughs> we never stop. I was about to say that seems like about every fourth podcast. Uh, that I, I don't know. We ran off one of our audience members with your, uh, <laughs> or maybe he just went uh, go 
It's produce. <laughs> He's like, God damn, I gotta give me some squash. <laughs> I didn't know he could do that with vegetables. <laughs> you broke the fan. You broke my fan. Did you break the fan? Give me back my fan. I'm putting it back together. Today, Jordan, in one of the games, got so frustrated <laughs> that... I was sweating a lot. That, yeah, you were all over the place sweating and hey, had to grab a oriental fan to cool himself off on stage. Well, he technically, was... uh, someone from the audience threw an oriental fan at Well, oh at, my gosh. at least you didn't have to grab into audience members' pockets. <laughs> that was one of the more bizarre things. We do, uh, every once in a while, we do a round called the game of matic where you have to come up with a game uh, on the spot based on some letters. And the letters for this one was STD. And the, uh, the game that Lauren came up with was Stop Touching Dudes, which... Obviously, the title had nothing to do with the actual game because the game rules were four members, male members of the audience volunteered to come up on stage and the actors had to do a scene where whenever they needed something, they had to reach into the pockets, the pants pockets of the, uh, the volunteers. That and, was a tough game to make flow. Yeah, yeah. And pull whatever they could out of the pockets. Probably the best moment, though, was... Uh was Sean was the woman and I was like I've got a present for you and I reach in and pull out a, uh, a tampon tampon and why why did that guy have that in his pocket <laughs> he, he pronounced me. tampon okay. he uh he told me outside that when they were asking for the volunteers his girlfriend took one out of her purse stuck it in his pocket and told him he's gonna go up on stage <laughs> <laughs> wow so the audience says they were jumping on that one. You're already adding that game to the uh, no. Quick Wits app? <laughs> Not yet. No, no, no. I was uh, just looking through the, the, the crap of different uh, relationships so we could use, maybe use one for the next. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, if you haven't not uh, noticed it, on our website, qwcomedy.com, you can actually uh, you can uh, see that we have a quap. Uh, or you can go to the Google Play Store and yep. download the actual thing. Um, and I'm working on the iOS version. Yeah, so we're it's, working on the iOS. It's got so many features, you guys. It's got scene suggestions. It's got games. Thousands sum of scene It summons an Uber. It tells you <laughs> It tells you the stock market, how the DOW's doing. It actually, it's, great. it's never wrong. It tells you where to put your money. It that, does. That, it, it'll tell you the right ripeness of a melon. If uh, yeah. you're lonely, you can catch some Pokemon for some reason. Exactly, and Hitler used to use the quap yeah. for, I mean, weird reasons, but it's that flexible. <laughs> hey, check it out. But right now, Jordan, uh, we for our next scene, you're going to randomize a uh, relationship. Yeah. Okay. So what's that? Okay. Quap. Let's see. We've got a warmonger and pacifist. <laughs> <laughs> Throw in a greased vegetable, and you got a scene. <laughs> All right, warmonger, the warmonger and the pacifist. Yeah, that's the title. <laughs> Honey, get in here. What's wrong, sweetie? Where's my dinner? Oh, sweetie, you know, you know on Wednesdays that we just do salads, okay? I don't eat salad for dinner. Your I've got a war in the morning. Sweetie, the doctor said because of your blood I pressure. I killed the doctor. But he still said it before you killed him. And I'm going to go by what he said before you kill them. Well, you know what? He was worried about me and my health. He should have worried about his own health because he's dead. Mm, okay. Well, all right. I guess I'll go get you a steak. Redder the better. I know your slogan. Okay. We cut to the real war, which is in the warmonger's arteries. All right. Get in 
tartar lines and, oh, and cholesterol. Wait a minute, wait a minute. No, you guys know the rules. You stay out of this, vitamin B12. We've almost killed you out. Now look here, Buster Brown. I like to be in the belly as long as possible. Yeah, Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna march north up the aorta. <laughs> Can I just roll? Yeah, that was, uh, I wouldn't suggest that. It was, uh, there was a lot of traffic. It was pretty clogged up. We need to get another, how about the left ventricle? All right, everyone take the nearest blood vessel. We'll reconvene in the hot. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That is not the order of things. You know if you go the wrong direction, what can happen? God okay? damn it, B12. You know what, uh, this happened, I mean, you remember Can I just eat B12? Back in 1986, do you remember? You remember? No! Say it, say it, say it. you remember. Back in 1986, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. We know! Yes. And now we're here, and you're trying to destroy the ocean blue, okay? Okay. There's no ocean blue. Oh, look, God said that the river would turn red, and look where we're at, okay? Yeah. It's always been red, stupid. It's blood. I'm just trying to block everything I yeah. can, man. We're going to stop this, Hart. I agree. Time to strike. <laughs> we're striking. We're not going to put up with this anymore. You, you boys ready? We're not going to put Wait, up with there's the heart. Boom, boom. Fucking kill it! <laughs> Charge! Boom, 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 we get back boom, to the boom. guy at dinner. Oh, honey, honey, get the, get the Pepto. I think my... Oh, the, the Pepto? I'm sorry, Ah, oh, Just I'm, get the Pepto something! I'm, I'm kind of tired right now. Oh! Okay, fine, I'll get the Pepto. I will kill you tonight! Here it is, just take a swig. Oh, 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 oh. Back in the veins, ten minutes later. Oh no, it's the pink stuff! What is, what is he doing with the pink stuff? I don't, I don't like the looks of the pink stuff. It's the North Koreans, the pinkies. It's washing me away. Well, it's time to regroup, I guess. That Pepto-Bismol successfully stopped the heart attack. Bismol. <laughs> Upset stomach diarrhea, heart attack, <laughs> just tacking on. Is there nothing Pepto can't do? We cut to uh, the boardroom at the Pepto Bismol company. Now we're looking to improve our products. We've already got nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea, and heart failure. We need to spice it up more. What else can we have do? We, have we tried just pouring it on a cancer victim? We You're cut, just bathing them in We it. cut to a hospital where a man with very, real, like, really aggressive cancer is lying on a bed. <gasps> now, what we're going to do here is oh. we're going to dump this Pepto on you. What? Glub, 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 glub. <gasps> Immediately, oh. the tumors leap oh. from his mouth and <laughs> run away. <laughs> Big white things and pop out and land on his arm. You bunch of sons of, you bunch of, sons of bitches. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to one of your friends. <laughs> the cancer's all run down the hall. All right. But we cut back to the boardroom. Okay, so good news, it gets rid of cancer. Bad news, it grants it sentience so it can run amok. What about STDs? We could get rid of them. 
Uh, the last thing I want is a bunch of little gonorrheas running around the street. Uh, guys, uh, there's something we need to consider here. I hear Donald Trump really likes the Pepto. Okay? Oh, no. Our so, branding is going to... I think that's how he got elected. Illegal use oh. of Pepto-Bismol. Of course. The Russians gave him illegal Pepto-Bismol. We cut to Russia. So, listen. Here is deal. We got him elected with the Pepto. That is all. I have question. Yes. I am confused as to what exactly our process is being here because we have Pepto, we dump it all over Donald Trump, and then he is elected president. I think real problem is that it granted sentience to Trump. It was its real problem. Exactly. Trump was tumor that gained <laughs> sentience. But we got him for our... Never mind, I, my accent is not quite right. Yes, we know. <laughs> Don't worry. Some Pepto oh, will It will give you glug, good glug, accent. Glug, glug, glug. Oh my goodness, for some reason now I have Russian accent. It's success! This is closer to Serbian, but yes, we say success. <laughs> Cut back to the boardroom at Pepto. <laughs> well, all right. After many, many, many weeks of human trials, we can now successfully advertise that Pepto-Bismol cures nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea, cancer, AIDS, the common cold, and any ra racial violence and tendencies. Plus, they are able to give people accents. It gives people accents and grant sentience to, to life forms. We have a problem. What's but, that? Uh, Pepto-Bismol, all these different things like the tumors, they actually gathered together, they had a meeting, and they created something called Antifa. It's been a real problem. <laughs> a real problem. We got to get rid of this thing. It's, it's out of control. Is there any chance we can just dump some Pepto on <laughs> That's it? That's what's worked before. Yeah. Oh, no. It doesn't work on diarrhea anymore. Those bastards are taking our, uh, our abilities. <laughs> How did we lose diarrhea ability? We well, cut to like various sections of different homes where diarrhea is running amok. <laughs> oh. Honey, I don't know why I now have Russian accents. <laughs> the news is calling this the new Black Plague. The brown plague. The you're racist. You're racist. You're racist. The streets of the of all the cities, um, there's like tidal waves of diarrhea flowing. And we cut we cut to uh, the Pentagon where they've declared um, a state of emergency for the whole nation. Trump addresses the people. I tell you, I gotta tell you right now, there's only one way around this, okay? We're gonna call it the unsinkable Molly Brown. She's gonna fix it. She's done it before. It was amazing, okay? It's happened. It was a long time ago, I know, but she's still alive. Trust me on that. You can trust me. You can trust me. Mr. President? Yeah. yeah. I, hi, remember, I'm a Surgeon General. Yeah. There's been talk that you have developed a Pepto-Bismol bomb that we could possibly use to combat well, this I, diarrhea plague. I, I can tell you, I can neither confirm nor deny, but I'll tell you this right now. If I did create a bomb like that, we'd use it on North Korea. It'd be the end of them. We wouldn't have to worry about them anymore. The Pepto-Bismol begins to wear off of Trump, and he begins slowly reverting back to a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you something else. I do some with Kim Jong-un. 
Mr. President. Suddenly, Trump breaks into several little white blobs. But then Finally, we get freedom. It's like a really messed up version of Fantasia at this point. <laughs> <laughs> On the broomsticks. And <laughs> <Bad> scene. <laughs> we really wove a tapestry. That was... <laughs> of a, a new generation. That all started with an abusive husband. <laughs> oh yeah, it was a war Warmonger and yes. Oh, shoot. Hey, uh, hey, Pepto Bismol. If, yeah. if you're you know, listening, you can get a few bucks to us. Yeah, you could, you, you could throw a couple our, our way. <laughs> I just broke the fan again. I'm sorry. So you, you wanting money or you wanting samples of Pepto Bismol? Why not both? I hey. want, I want to see this Fantasia now. That's what yeah, I yeah, yeah. See. <laughs> someone like how someone threw a shoe at George uh, W. Bush just put some yeah. Pepto Bismol <laughs> on Donald Trump. Yeah. You know, though, I gotta say, when you said Fantasia, I thought you said Phantasm. And I was thinking, <laughs> the old horror movie, I was like, I don't even know. I'm going to throw some tiny silver balls at you, and they're going to turn you into midgets. <laughs> and yes, I'm going to say the word midget, okay? You don't like it, get over it. It's not a problem. Okay, no, no more of this piece. What the hell are you going to do? Kick my shins? <laughs> Is that... That, that was Phantasm, right? Where the, he turns people into like midgets to take them to the other dimension. He's got the flying silver ball. Yeah, with the little fork kind of yeah, things. That maybe, came yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a stupid movie. Sounds like Time I Bandits. You're a Time Bandit. Have you guys ever seen uh, The People Under the Stairs? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, that was probably the, the first really old uh, horror movie I've ever seen. And at the end of that, there's part of it where the um, there's a lady who's going to stab a kid. And she's, she goes to stab, but she stabs the door. And like they, there's like a cut scene right there, and the hole in the door moves like a foot. <laughs> <laughs> so I watched that probably five times in slow motion just to make sure I wasn't nuts or something. So the first old scary movie I ever saw was The Teenagers from Outer Space. Mm -hmm. Wow. From like 1951. Yeah. 19... <laughs> 1907. <laughs> 1903. <laughs> but I love old scary movies. Scary with quotation right, marks. Yeah. My mom always watched a, a scary movie when she was little about a tiki doll. I don't know what it was called. Oh, yeah. No, it was part but, of the uh, Linda Blair. Uh, not Linda Blair. Uh, Linda uh, Black. Uh, what was it? It was like... But it would come to life because the thing, the thing fell off of it. Something, yeah. It was like a the movie was like three movies in yeah. one, yeah, and the, this one was the last one. And she Karen showed Black. us the, the last yeah, scene where like uh, the Dickie doll possessed ever. like the the girl, and she was waiting for her mom. Is it scary? And well, stabbing a knife into the oh, floor. Oh no, it's uh, it's like uh, it's Karen Black, and it's the three faces of something. But Karen yeah, Black, yeah, that's right. Karen Black played three separate yeah. parts in these three short movies. But the 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 last one is this. She gets this little tiki doll, and she gets upset, and she she bangs it on the on the table and this little uh, chain that was around its waist falls off and the little tiki doll comes to life and it's just like and it was it was a it was a TV movie that's uh -huh. the weird part about yeah. it but I'm, that thing scared the crap no, out of me I was when my mom showed it to me I was scarred but it was, was it was, was so that she's trying to now but it'd be this little tiki doll that had these huge teeth that would carry this huge <laughs> kitchen knife and then at the <laughs> I watched it a month ago it's so comical but when I watched it when I was I'm little, telling you man when I was a oh. kid Things scared the crap out of But the best part is at the end of the movie, the, the tiki doll attacks her. And then she, and then uh, you hear her calling her boyfriend to it. No, it's okay. Come on over. 
no, it'd be great. It'd be great to see you. But then it cuts over to her, and she's she's sitting there crouched at the by the front door waiting for it to open, and she's got this knife and just digging it into the floor and then pulling it out and digging it into the floor. And she's got the smile like the tiki doll. And they're like pointed to like so all the So she got like possessed by the tiki Yeah, it was messed up. I'm telling you. Check that out. I'm so happy you've seen that. Oh, I know. What's it called? Karen Black? Karen Black's the actress. Karen Black's Happy Tiki Hour. What's it called? <laughs> it's actually a ride in Disneyland now. It's a whole show. We need to get one more scene going, so we need uh, we need a word that we can use for this scene. What uh, audience member? A word of, of uh, from any of the stories that we've been saying. Just any word. Fan. 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 <laughs> you guys ever uh, get any? Uh, any, uh, you yes. know, like improv fans that come and want to talk mm-hmm. to you? I get, rec- I've gotten recognized from improv all over the place. It's kind of, it's interesting because you don't think it has that far of a yeah. reach, but I've gotten recognized a few places. For some reason, the place that I always get uh, recognized, and I know you guys are going to say that I don't go there, is the gym. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I go to the gym, I get recognized by someone for improv. And there was this one time I had this you guy. You go there to sniff the bike seats, <laughs> yeah. don't you? <laughs> I would love it. I would love it if there was like some all-you-can-eat restaurant called the gym. <laughs> J I M, big gym. I'll, I'll be at the gym, honey. Jim's family restaurant. That's pretty close. But yeah, there was this big bulky dude, really muscular, with his girlfriend, and they were like, "Oh, you're that dude from the improv." Let me see if I can do it. I really want to do it. Um, my my wife, like, she gets really bugged when people come up to me like that uh, <laughs> when we're out. And uh, and we went, went to, to California one time on vacation. And as we were leaving the state, like, because she lived in California for a little bit, um, as, as we were leaving the state, she said, finally, we're going somewhere where if we run into anyone who will know anyone, it'll be people who know me. And so we're, we're out there, and uh, we go down to San Diego one day, and we're just walking around, and we hear... Jordan! <laughs> and it's like, no, no, there's no way. So I just ignore it. And they yell, yell out again and come to find out it's a, it was a Quickwits fan. <laughs> like, in California? In California, just walking around. Uh, yeah, so, and like the look on her face, she was just like pissed and just like walked away. It was great. They followed you to California. <laughs> right, yeah. They were actually in the trunk the whole time. I remember the weirdest one I got. And it was in Utah, though, but I was, uh, I was, I was in a grocery store just doing some shopping. And these people came up and they were going, you do your own shopping? <laughs> and I was like, I thought they were like kidding. I was like, what? Yeah. I just I didn't think, you know, you'd do your own shopping. I mean, you're... Uh, Good for you. I know. They, they thought like, you were handicapped or something. No, no. That was the simple. <laughs> well, they thought that you made so much money. That... Well, it wasn't... I, I think... And by then I was, I was doing, you know, I, it wasn't just the improv. But I was doing, you know, theater and stuff like that. That's when I owned the Off-Broadway. And... Um, but it was just like these people were amazed that like I was like actually some celebrity that uh, with that sweet sweet community theater money I make <laughs> I uh, obviously hired people to do shopping for me. They didn't know though that I like to pick out my own produce for obvious reasons. <laughs> I can't trust that to somebody. I got so sick of telling them that is too small. Go get a bigger one. <laughs> yeah, I just wouldn't listen. County fairs this week. Try there. <laughs> Blue ribbon. No, I, I don't get recognized a lot, but there was one time, and it was actually on my honeymoon. Um, <laughs> Your wife recognized you. Yeah, she's like, oh my god, that's you. You're that guy from the stage. <laughs> no, but we, we were on our honeymoon, and I think the second day, we went on a cruise. Um, and the second day on the cruise, yeah, it was 
Sean. And I was, I turned around and I didn't know their name, but I recognized them because they, they came a lot and um, we talked for a good minute and it was really interesting. All the way on a, a cruise ship somewhere across the world. Yeah. It, was, it was funny. I, I Have you guys ever had like um, yeah. girls or, or, or guys who have like come on you really heavily? All like, the time. Like because of, well, because you were, they knew you from Quick Quicks. Oh, no, other reasons. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. Obviously, I know Sean. It's fine. No. Like, I've all, gotten both. All of my instances had much to do with my penis. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, and, okay, so something, that, something really funny, like we've had, uh, we had a few shows like this. It was when I first started, um, during the first few months, um, we'd be playing like between the texts, and I'd, we'd get a phone, and someone would be saying, um, hey, uh, is, is Jordan playing tonight? Yeah, he's so hot. Yeah, but I think he, he likes girls, though. <laughs> like stuff like that. <laughs> and I'd obviously talk to them after the show. <laughs> We'd go hang out. Convince them that I, I can be swayed. <laughs> Do gay call guys me, kiss as well as just straight Just call guys? me the bicentennial <laughs> man. Yeah. That was one of my, man, a long time ago. That I, that the I worst was, Robin Williams movie. <laughs> when I was doing, uh, back when I was, when I was doing radio, um, who's radio? <laughs> but uh, it was also when I was doing a lot of tune in Tokyo, a lot of theater. And uh, well, what was really weird was the uh, the theater owned uh, the uh, yeah, it wasn't I can't remember the name of the theater. It was the one that the uh, the church owned. Um, and I was doing a lot of shows there, but it was really almost every actor in there was gay. And uh, I thought that was that was really weird that the church-owned theater had so many gay actors. And I would I was almost always in a cast like the only non-gay member. But you know, after shows stuff, we'd go hang out, we'd do stuff, and I'd go to clubs and stuff like that. So I didn't realize that all of that made people think that I was I was gay. Mm. I still do. I well, yeah, and for good reason because yeah. I've slept with you. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but uh, I was I was doing a radio show and had a caller call in and he was. Talking and all of a sudden, I kind of got the feeling he was he was hitting on me and uh, and so he starts saying and I go hey the yeah. <laughs> so I had to I had to kind of say uh, uh, listen I'm not, I'm not I'm not interested and uh, and he goes uh, and he, he and I go I, I I'm sorry I, I'm I'm not gay and he and he was going I I'm so sorry I, th- I thought you were gay and it was so funny because he goes uh, his and then he goes bye. And I thought, I thought he was saying goodbye. <laughs> so I was like, oh, goodbye. Uh, no, oh, wait. Oh, you're asking if I'm bisexual. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no. Uh, he goes, all right, well, uh, thanks. It was, the weirdest part of it, though, was about the next half hour. I was, like, just very flattered for a while. I was going, wow, wow, that must have been, yeah, it was just a weird well, like, flattery. It doesn't matter who thinks you're attractive. When someone thinks you're attractive, mm, yeah. you're like, I feel good about myself. Okay, I got to say one more thing before we start the next. <laughs> I don't even know if we're going to do a yet. scene. We're so um, I was uh, doing some some improv classes one time, and uh, it's there about was time. yeah yeah. yeah you really <laughs> uh, should probably take a few more. So the, but there there was a this was well before I was married or anything, and there was a, a girl in this in the classes, and uh, she was really pretty, and uh, and so I wanted to ask her out, and so um, I was I was going to one day, but she. Uh, she asked me out first, and I was like, "Wow, this is awesome! This is really cool!" And uh, and so we we went out to, to dinner, and like as we're eating, she says, just out of the blue, like didn't even segue into it or anything. She just says, "So I'm by," and 
I thought she was kidding, so I started laughing. <laughs> like, and and uh, no, it turns out she was serious, and uh, apparently that was really embarrassing. Yeah, so laughter, never spoke again. You missed out on a three-way. Uh, I, I'm okay with missing out on that, actually. <laughs> so, uh, Eiffel Tower. <laughs> if it was a three-way, if it was a three-way with two dudes, I mean, you know. Yeah, no, that's better. It yeah. wouldn't be an Eiffel Tower with Jordan. Anyone that he'd do it, it would be like a lean-to. <laughs> the leaning tower. <laughs> you know what? I think we've passed our time for a third scene. It's like that statue of the guy Are you hitting the flag on up. <laughs> Takes like fourteen women to raise you. <laughs> I always like just like just speaking of like Jordan and sex. Have you ever like? Yeah, why did you put those two words together? No, you I, did it first. I, I don't just even like stated it. I don't even like. I just about imagine that. you being born. <laughs> And I imagine it looking like someone slurping up some spaghetti, but in reverse. <laughs> just blowing oh, out all like over the ground. Magician pulling out those scarves from his side. It just keeps it's a boy. It's a long boy. <laughs> Changing colors every once in a while. So that's how you know I'm not racist. <laughs> anyway, welcome to our two-scene version of Ad Wits In tonight as we talk through the third one. Uh, check out Quick Wits uh, often. Come see us at uh, the Midvale Performing Arts Center. And uh, hey, you can also, if you're into improv, check out the Wasatch Improv Festival uh, because uh, that's going to be Quick Wits is sponsoring that in January here in Salt Lake City area. So come and see that. But tonight you can tell people that live and in person, actually recorded for your enjoyment, you got to hear John, Jesse, Jordan, Sean, and I have a hole in my chin. <laughs> And I'm Bob, and uh, we want to thank you. Check out qwcomedy.com for more, and we'll see you again for At Wits End. Boners! <laughs> 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 <laughs>